0: everyone my name is Beth Guide um I do I do I am with Vertical Web um I know you said that already so I don't need to kind of re-go over all of that but uh um tonight I want to talk about e-commerce I figured Christmas is coming it's July why not talk about Christmas Hallmark is why shouldn't we uh so that's kind of where I wanted to start tonight um we already have our first question that says uh, can I recommend an affordable web design company? Well, the good news for you is we're a web design company. So, uh, you know, I, you're more than welcome to follow along this evening. Um, and then we can kind of, you know, that's an offline discussion, but we do web design. We work with small business uh, for hosting and for um, SEO services. So I don't want to kind of keep having to kind re- of say that. So I'm just gonna say that upfront. Um, tonight, we're talking about e-commerce. Uh, I thought that this is a subject that we don't talk about a lot. Um, I think that when I say e-commerce, I probably mean selling a product on the internet with a shopping cart. That doesn't necessarily mean that if you're a service that you can't do that. All right. So I want to make sure that we kind of define um, e-commerce in the broadest possible way. Um, Because at the end of the day, Anything that becomes transactional qualifies. Now, by the truest sense of the definition, I am talking about having a shopping cart and selling products on the internet. But if you're um, resourceful and you have a service, I'm sure that you could come up with a service to sell on uh, just like uh, something in a show that would be like a product. For us, you know, we, we do um, the web hosting part I have an entire e-commerce system on my website that signs up people for, for web hosting, because that's where we opted to, to put that. I have often thought about putting SEO products on there. Um, and I can't, because of how n- um, nature um, to how, how niche everything is, I can't um, do that very well. So I, I've kind of avoided that. So I want to kind of start from the broad sense of this, which is everybody um, should have a plan for how to use your website to make money off of it. Now, somebody just said, "What's my web address?" It is Vertical Web, just like on my shirt. VerticalWeb.com. Okay, so you can you can find me there, and you can reach out to us there. That's that's no problem. Um, And the reason I kind of say that to you about having a plan to make money off your website is because, you know, pre pandemic, a lot of folks never would have considered utilizing their website to broach a sale or a transaction. Um, However, since that time, I think everybody should have adjusted their thinking. I have a lot of businesses that did not do it previously, that are doing it now. Some of them we help facilitate, some of them we've we've kind of mentored. Uh, some of you through this class, we've kind of tried to come up with suggestions and ways to help you. You know, we talked about pivoting, and I don't want this is not necessarily pivot, but this is what do we do and how do we get there? So this question says. How do you do SEO for e-commerce that has a brand name like Samsung and Cisco and thousands of products and built it on asp.net? All right. Well, if it's built on asp.net, that right out of the box is a bit of a problem, so we'll we may have to kind of talk about that a little bit. Um we're going to I want to talk about back end. I want to talk about structure and I am going to talk about SEO. Google, in their infinite wisdom, released another update today that will impact everybody that has a website that sells a product on it. Um, and we all need to make sure that we are well aware that that happened today. And therefore we're going to have to come up with some strategies for that uh, because this is getting, I'm going to use the word worse and worse, but I don't, it, it's not really unrealistic. It just puts more onus on you guys. So, um, so first of all, let's talk about how to, how does the best way to approach this? So you all know for any of you that have been here on a regular basis, I am personally a WordPress fan. I do not believe that platform-based websites like a Shopify, Commerce, so on and so forth can cut it as far as meeting the needs of a small business owner for um, having a successful e-commerce site without you having to spend a lot of ad money. See, I- I'm not an AdWords person, so I could very happily um, put up a website, support it with AdWords That's not necessarily how I teach you guys to do this. I'm now what I'm going to say on some of these strategies, they very well apply to to um, having a uh, AdWords run strategy. But on the other side of the coin, I want to get where you guys um, feel and work from a point where you're you're not dependent on ads and AdWords. Um, And those type type things. All right, so that that would be my one of the goals that I'd like you guys to understand that if you pick the right platform, and you put your website together properly, you have a really good chance of being able to compete. Okay. it's funny that you talk about building a website on ASP.net. That's a very old technology. And for most of the cases, I, we had one company we worked with for years. I've rolled every um, ASP.net website. Um, the last one we did had, you know, 30 some thousand products. We've rolled it out of that platform and into a WordPress backend. Um, you know this thing says, "What about Etsy?" and 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 I'm going to say any platform that you do not own is something to uh, worry about. Etsy is a marketplace. It is you don't own it. You have no say so over it. You have no dictator no dictator over the fees for it. Um, I'm going to say you have somewhat the similar situation with Shopify. It builds a quote unquote website. But your fees are astronomical, the cost to participate with it. And at the end of the day, I, I do not, in fact, frankly, every word a Shopify website that we've taken and put in Word WooCommerce has gone upward. So I would like, if you've not built a website, yeah. See, we do this all the time, every, every time. Wix is not able to anything, Wix is not a thing in, in the SEO. World. Okay. So you can build a website. You have to decide what your goals are for things. Okay. So if your goal is to have a website and you don't care if anybody comes to it, then you are not encumbered by how to pick the best platform. If you care who visits that website, then you have to go to the next phase of your thinking, which is anything that's a platform is not going to fly and what i mean is shopify big commerce etsy um i'm even going to go as far down to say facebook instagram uh wix squarespace um because those platforms are not built to be compliant with the way google wants to see things now i know that they say there's their SEO friendly. Um, SEO friendly and correct for SEO are two different things. Being able to put a title tag on a website is much different than being able to structure everything properly and put the system together in a manner that is congruent for Google. So I talk a lot about doing it from a yeah, GoDaddy, it applies to anything that is, no, and HubSpot's a big, big note, well, see, HubSpot's different, if you build it on a HubSpot, that's bad, if you just use HubSpot to help manage the drip campaigns, that's a different story, and most people um, that use HubSpot understand to use us third person, uh, platform like a WordPress with it and let HubSpot support it. So just understand that there's some different implementations, but HubSpot out of the box, you're not ranking with HubSpot. MailChimp is not a website builder. That is something to communicate people with and building drip campaigns. And that's not a, when I'm, I'm literally talking about how we put our website up. Okay. Um, Sabitha on the, on the SEO, uh, on the uh, vertical web, website there is intro to seo classes over there that they can go it's one of these clinics and we've done it as intro to seo so if you don't know what seo is we've actually got we have a library of about 60 classes now um, that will answer some of those questions so if you don't if you wouldn't mind just trotting over there and finding the link otherwise we'll come back and get that later that would be great i have Um, it here for you live seo classes that's um, the link that's the, link, uh, well, right? that's the link to the classes but there is actually a class that said intro look through the youtube videos there's actually okay. an intro to seo class i did not too long ago on that okay. um well and you know this is a Andrew just said she's disappointed her friend somebody just did it in wix for her and i'm sure they solved it that's the problem this is why we run this clinic okay because at the end of the day i think that if you don't have somebody that's giving you the straight shooting answers of what you should be doing, you have no way to go and be able to um, make an informed decision. And and I think that's that's the problem with this industry, is that you cannot make an informed decision without knowing what the heck is going on. So we've really tried to put this up here and, and do this, and it's why I've, I've been running this clinic now for, since 2003 in some way, shape or form to help small business owners be able to um, make a good decision to pick the best thing that's for them and understand the pros and cons of things. Wix is, Wix is designed to put a postcard on the internet and understand these companies are there to make and take money from you. They may not really care whether your business succeeds or not because they have your money so you have to you have to say what are what are you going to do to be able to get where you're going so that that's always where i'm that's why i'm trying to talk about this i i i continue to have people going over to shopify they don't really know what that's about but it's easy okay and because it's easy it becomes the path of least resistance and they get over there And it does nothing. Um, I have another lady here in Kingwood that, you know, she's been telling me for two years, she needs to come this way because she went and had a a website built and she built it in Magento, which you can build it one in Magento, but Magento is very difficult to use. Um, And you have to set that Magento website up. Now, can you set a website up in Magento correctly and come out ahead? Yes, but it's difficult. And most people cannot manage a Magento site without somebody on staff to help them do so. Um, If I choose to build my own and stray away from Stropify, can I use the same domain? The answer is yes. That domain name, as long as you pay your domain belongs to you. So you buy the domain and then you have to choose how you're going to go about it. I saw somebody asking the scroll, what about um, using, um, uh, WooCommerce. WooCommerce is my choice. That is where I go to. That is my go-to for a majority of people. We, we have it running now, very large enterprise-based websites without a problem. All right. So there was a day that I might not have said that, but for, writing, for now, in this time, day and age, I'm absolutely gonna say if you're if you want a website, I mean, if you're gonna want to be somebody like super super large that does two hundred fifty thousand people a month, that may be a different story. But it's a good problem to have, and the chances are you have the bank account to support it. Okay, again, we're a web hosting company. Let me just say this. Okay, so this question said, "What about SiteGround?" Okay, I cannot sit here and critique everybody. What I'm gonna tell you is that. I started my own web hosting company because I could not find anybody that did the job properly. So that should answer every word web hosting question. Okay. So I want to. I kind of want to come back to what platform to choose. So we have we have WooCommerce. That's always my um, pre- preferred choice. Okay. So this person says, I do drop shipping on sa- Shopify. And that's the only reason why I chose them. I don't have experience with uploading pictures. Um, so to switch out of Shopify to WooCommerce has a, is a whole thing. I mean, can it be done? Yes, we dump them out all the time, but that's a whole different story. Okay, so can it be done? Yes, but I want you to understand that everything these platforms can do, WooCommerce can do. Is it as easy? No. All right. Um, Now, some people are there in the scroller saying that they don't find um, WooCommerce or um, Shopify to be easy. I kind of tend to agree with you on that. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people have gone that route. But the fact of the matter is it's very difficult to compete with that type of a website. I will give big commerce some props because I have seen websites in more niches that were built in big commerce, and they they do rank and to be to put all cards on the table. What I will say about big commerce is that these are niche sites. I've never really seen it. Um, it you know it's parking lot poles. Well, parking lot poles is pretty much a niche site, so it's not. Um, it's not as hard to rank. If you wanted to sell stuff that they're selling on Amazon, I think you're going to be a little bit hard pressed to do that with, with big commerce. But in something that's super, super, super niche, like parking lot poles, um, and that's all they sell, it, it, it's niche enough that the field is small enough that you might be able to get it. But if I took that same site and put it in Shopify, I don't believe it'll rank. I will say this about Shopify. There have been contests with people that are on the same SEO level as me to see who could get something. They're actually having contests to see who actually can get something to, um, to rank. I'm saying big commerce. Don't misunderstand. I'm not recommend, recommending big commerce because the net big BIG. The next thing you'll say is well, you said to use big commerce, okay? I'm not saying any of them, anything on a platform is not the way to go if you care about driving organic traffic. I mean, that is the bottom line. Now, WooCommerce is a suite of tools, but it is not on a platform and you can control it. And that's some of the the difference. Um, And this one says, we have a service company and use Wix as our host and get very little response from the site. Okay. It's you're using Wix as a host, you're using Wix's software, which you're validating what I'm saying is you get very little from the site because the Wix site is not capable of getting to the first page of Google. Okay. I I, I don't, you know, I'm 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 gonna throw an in my opinion in that. Um now, I'm sure if you were the only store that sold, I don't know, a rosary bead inside of 500 miles, um, then maybe you, you it would rank. But I mean, you'd have to be one of 10 people to get something to show up. So it says, I want to get to Google. Yeah, see, that's the thing. At the end of the day, and I've had people say to me, okay, well, you're talking about Google. You always talk about Google, but what about all this other stuff? What? Why don't we, ha- why can't we, it just had to happen Monday. Why can't we just say what we want to say? Why do we care? Because if you say what you want to say, and it's not what Google says, you're invisible. So you have to make the decision of whether you want to be invisible or if you want to spend, ad money to make yourself visible. Because at the end of the day, I could sell a lot of stuff out of Shopify if I turned around and backed it up with a budget. You know, if I had a $200,000 a month budget, I, I, I would be fine to put something in Shopify because I have the money to back it up. Understand, I am talking about doing this for free. Meaning that the free mean is defined as that stuff goes on the internet and your stuff ranks. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if you see what Sabitha just put in there, we have SEO for beginners part one and two. All of you that asked me what SEO is, those two classes are an in-depth look part one and two of what is SEO. Okay. So it's right there in the scroll for you. I knew I did it not too long ago, back maybe in May. All right. So thank you for going and digging those out for us. I appreciate that. Um, So I just want you to understand that as I'm saying these things, if you wanted to go ahead and put money and add money and throw ad money at it, then you're fine. Go build it with whatever you want. We can still talk about some of these other things, but I think the platform has to be correct from the from the from the jump. I mean, I have websites that get thousands of people a day for free. Now, granted, those people have me on retainer, but whether they get one person or 1,000 people, they're playing, paying the same flat rate per day. AdWords can run you $100, $200, $500, 2500 a day depending New visitor in the queue. on what you want to put into it. All right. So that becomes, that becomes the issue. Okay. Um, So that's what I just, so we understand what I'm talking about and what I'm, what I'm saying here. Okay. Um, So how can you get traffic without ads? That's a great question. So this all comes down to how you structure your website, how you put the website together, what you write on the page. This is, I'm going to circle back to the lady that said, I want to know how to do SEO on a web, on an e-commerce website. I'm going to use a website that I built. Um, a while ago, I want to kind of use it a little bit from the anatomy standpoint of it, and, and I'm going to pull it up and I want to show you some of the the things, and then I want to tell you what Google changed today, because they made a change today that's bad. Um, it's bad for all of us, honestly. Um, let me get a Chrome window up here. Where the hell is Chrome on here? Okay, here we go. All right, so I was kind of working on this earlier. So I'm going to shut these windows down. All right, oh, I closed that last window. I apologize, let me redo this here and get let's get Chrome open again. All right, where's the Chrome window? So I'm going to pull this website up, and this website's been interesting because it's been up and down here recently um, for a lot of reasons. But fundamentally, it is sound, um, and it's um, we've shored some things up on it, and it's and it's kind of heading in the right direction. So I want I want to kind of um, the links are in the scroll. If you scroll up, those links are here. If you scroll in this chat scroll, the two links to the SEO classes are there. Okay. So we can, we can do that too. All right. Okay. So when I decided, when we put this website together that we did this in a directory structure. And I think that this directory structure uh, works well. Um, I have a secondary lighting site that's not as well developed as this one. Um, and you can see it's the same, the same concepts once it, once it loads in. So we've used, we're basically using the same principles in both. So we've got the categories of what we have, what we wanna sell, um, and, and I'm gonna tell you how to do this. If you have questions along the way, let us know for sure. Okay, but I'm gonna kind of try to trot down how I structured this and how I set it up so you have the right way to do this. Um, and you can put this together um, properly, okay? Um, I'll, I'll answer the SEO is a hoax. The SEO is a hoax because the people that you're dealing with don't know what they're doing. That's the bottom line in that. Um, so, so let's, uh, let's kind of come here. So if you notice both these sites have similar attributes, okay? They have the links here uh, to ARC and they're keyword based. So every one of them is a keyword of the top things that we want to sell, okay? So that's the first structure that we did. And this one, um, I have two tiers of um, links. This first one goes to an article page about landscape and outdoor lighting. Everything else underneath it goes to product-based. The logic to that is Google's gonna pick up the landscape and outdoor lighting with the article and they're gonna go ahead and give me um, the ranking on the on the subwords here based on this article here. If you look at this article and this is the way you should structure it and use this website as a guidepost, this, this article supports everything that's under landscape lighting on that homepage. And the page here, has it talks about all of that? In fact, frankly, I need to rewrite this and expand this page. Okay, this page needs to be a little bit beefier. But the moral of the story is on this is that um, when I when I look at this page, I came off the main category keyword to an article page. The rest of these go to lighting and lighting types that match the keyword. That was intentional and deliberate on my part. If you look at Bulb Daddy, we did the same thing. So I've got ballast drivers and accessories, and then it says what are lighting, what lighting accessories are offered, and we took a ballast column, a connector column, an induction lamp column, and wrote them out into pages, and then they go into another page that is the products. So we use the same methodology that we used on this website on this website just slightly different because of where we came into the story of it, okay? I'm strongly gonna urge you to follow that methodology. All right? So that's that that story. That's your first assignment is to lay your homepage out to have these type of items that support your business, okay? Now, some people can say to me, well, I could do that in Wix. Um, Yes, you can, but to make this segue between shopping and non-shopping and set this up properly in Wix, and then Wix to follow these products through properly, meaning that notice I have a dump out of keywords here at the top, notice that I have these related topics here in the bottom, we actually were talking about this piece today. But if you notice that I have all of these things put together, I set this website up in a way that you'd never be able to get Wix to do. Okay, the other thing is I have two sets of menus here. One is the product for the shopping. One is a set of, of menus that leads to the article section of this website. Because remember, Google is content driven. They are not in business to support your business. Um, so I just want you to kind of understand that. Okay, so let me kind of run down these questions. You use WordPress for these. Yes, they are WordPress for these. Um, And I products and services go look at vertical web, it is laid out similarly. Okay, because I have services on the SEO services I have products in the form of the web hosting services okay so I have both over there that websites blended um if you if you were here a year ago you know we had one website for web hosting we had one website for for all other web design and seo services i actually rolled them all up in january together that website's getting over a million impressions a month now because of how well that thing was structured and put together so i you know they're all have the same attributes if you start to look at it they're all using somewhat similar to same methodology. And in fact, frankly, let me just add uh, vertical web to this list because it has the same same attributes. So I only have three products. I don't have uh, three product categories, unlike LED spot that has nine or bulb daddy that has four. Okay, I have three. So these are my three sitting right here going to where they, they need to go to. So you can see them right here right off the top. Go to the web design section. it goes to a whole section of web design. Here's a breakout of web design. Here's all the products that are covered under web design. If you come down to the bottom, there's your related topics again. So this even this has a separate a, a, a similar feel to it based uh, the same as the, as the lighting two lighting sites, okay? All right, so there's that, okay. Beth, we do have some questions in the Q&A. Yeah, I'm trying to get to them, yes. Okay, I should have attended the WordPress webinar last week. That's fine, the WordPress webinar last week is also on the on the vertical website and um, you can come, those are all listed under classes, okay? So the on-demand classes, if you look, here they are, Getting Started with WordPress is sitting right here, okay? So you don't have to worry that you missed it. Okay. Ripped off. I handled that one. We're just going to say we answered that one. Can I use Wix? I, I use Wix. Can you elaborate on AdWords? I don't recall paying extra for ads from Wix. Um, yeah. You're not understanding what I'm saying. I apologize for that. Okay. You can, AdWords is a program from Google. You don't buy that from Wix. You don't pay extra for ads to use Wix. You put your web, Wix website up. My guess is Google will never find you, you can go to Google AdWords and you can spend a lot of money on ads and point them at your Wix website and that will manufacture traffic. I am not a humongous believer in doing AdWords on, you know, parking lot polls. If I want to do it, AdWords on our brand and brand support. Absolutely. But to just do random keywords in hopes that somebody happens along and buy something, I think you need to do that organically and do that within the, you know, somebody's using information, they come to you, you then go ahead and, and help push them along down the funnel to get them to buy that product from you. Okay, it says, what is the best way to optimize my website for free advertising in Google search? That's exactly what we're talking about. This is exactly what I'm saying. Your website's in Wix. Now we can stop the conversation because there is no optimizing your website for free Google traffic and Wix in the same sentence, okay? And you've had it redone twice and no traffic. And the reason why is because you're st- you're repeating the same behavior. That website needs to come out. It needs to be put in WordPress and it needs to have all these things that we discuss, content, content-based structure, technical SEO. It all has to be put together where right. I... And then it will start to work. And that process will take, I have a, a law firm that started from ground zero. It took it about eight months to where it's got its legs now and it's generating traffic and phone calls. So understand this is not an overnight fix. Okay, well, that's exactly what I just said. Um, so one is like crack that it's a quick hit um, and you know it's over and that's the AdWords part of it. Organic takes a long, it, I shouldn't take, say it takes a long time. I think it takes about six months. So if you can put it all together and you can kind of hang on for six months, you're 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 gonna do okay, all right? I guess I want heroin, okay. Well, I can't help you if that's what you want. Um, the other thing I'm gonna say is it's kind of the difference between renting a house and owning a house. When you invest from the SEO side of it, when you start ranking on a key term, whether the ad money is turned off, whether the ad money's on, uh, whether you have, whether we have a pandemic and we're all in dire straits or life is great and you're flush in cash, your organic listings are always there. The, the problem of basing a website on ads is because when you hit a time where money is not flowing as freely, you literally shut off the ad campaign and you fall off the radar, which only exacerbates your problems. All right. So to my mind, Everybody should be doing, going, not because I sell it, but because I'm here to help these businesses be long-term and long run. Everybody should be making it an investment to go down the road um, to, into, an organic, into an organic road. Because at the end of the day, when you do that, you are more durable long-term. So true story, back in the day, we were ranked number seven on Yahoo. For web hosting. So people would put in web hosting and we would be the seventh one down. And for a very long time before Google came along, we would take in, you know, seven to 10 people a day signing up a new web hosting account. When Google came along, they knocked Yahoo out of favorability and we kind of became somewhat invisible. So we ended up starting to buy words um, through AdWords. And we would buy web hosting, we would sign up our same 20 people a day, we would spend $10,000 a month just to put this in perspective. Okay, then that 10,000 became 15,000. And then that 15,000 became 20,000 because as I upped my bid, places like GoDaddy and um, iPowerWeb were really f- for downline, and I'll explain that in just a second. So they had no problem dumping a million dollars a month into ads and breaking even on that because they knew they would get the merchant accounts and the residual business off the downlines. So they didn't care uh, what they, to them, hosting was a loss leader. And for us, it was our bread and butter. So you know, we got to 20 grand and we had to tap out and I had to come up with other ways to to keep our doors open because they basically they got to a point where I could not buy or spend enough. I didn't have enough money to continue to spend as much as they as what was needed. And then they would lower the price to three dollars because they were not true web hosting companies. They were just creating, you know, downline marketing. Um uh, anybody that knows anything about anything knows that when you get a merchant account, merchant account, sometimes the uh, provider gets some kickback off of that from Visa, from Mastercard, or whoever their merchant gateway is through. And at the end of the day, if you do that enough times, you know you you can have you know several thousand or several hundred thousand dollars coming in just basically off these percentages of the side on these merchant accounts. So that's why. You know, we, you know, to them, it was nothing to dump a million bucks in because they would get a million and a half dollars out the next month. So they would make their money at, back and an extra 500 grand and so on and so on and so on. I, I don't have pockets to go over 20, 20. That was our break point. And, you know, second we turned the ads off, things got dicey and it's not anymore. Now we just, we we kind of do so many different things. I diversified the business, but the reality is, for you guys, I don't want you to go down a, uh, down an AdWords road. I want you to go down a road where you have a long-term sustainable business um, that functions properly and that you're making right decisions for it and you're being a good steward of it. That's the way I see it, okay? So uh, let me go here on this thing. It says, I think, who did I miss? I missed quite a few, I think. Uh, I heard organic, crack, heroin. Okay, we're good. Somebody said they want organic. That's good. Guess we'll have to take up classes. Uh, Yes, you know, it's not necessarily you have to take classes on patients. Um, I will say that I now granted vertical web is a kind of an amalgamation of the last 20 some years of my life. That kind of has gone very well. But we put up content, 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 and we build it off a content model. And it's gone very, very well. Okay. So, you know, while you're having your patience, you should have your sleeves up and roll them up and be working hard on getting the stuff on that website to make it work. Um, It says, can I begin with WordPress and maintain my Wix website until it's fully functional? Yes. That actually is what we normally do. We say, okay, you want to come here? You know, we need to rebuild this website, websites in Wix. We go look at the web Wix website, and then we rebuild it into WordPress because you cannot scrape. Now, Weebly, you can scrape out. Um, but and Shopify you can scrape out, uh, Big Commerce you can scrape out, but uh, uh, Wix is not as easily to do that. So that is something that we typically, that's the way we handle it. So I would have no problem with you building your new website on a on a on a subdomain, and then when it's ready to turn it live. Okay, so now let's go. So you are creating subcategories with different products and linking them all together. Basically, yes, if you come back, but they're all focused on the same thing. So I didn't throw them all in together. I said, lands, I, made, I made channels, silos. Uh, I've heard these things called like multiple things. They just keep changing names of them. But basically what I did is I built mini websites, if you will, on each one of these nine areas of this website, okay? Um And then I did it through anchor text and menus. So if you use the model that I set up here and you set your website up here, technically now you have it done correctly. Again, you cannot put the interlinking in and manage it properly on these platform builders. It's just not possible. I think I think Shopify Pro you could do it with. I'll, we'll We'll address them in a minute, okay? Um, but for the most part, this is the blueprint on how to do this okay so you see and I'll even say I have a law firm that's all of the websites that we have are the same basic way as we set those channels up we set them up together we link them together and they're all done through through menus through anchor text um you know i just did this one this one we put together not too long. Well, I've had this account for years, but I just reaged this, put this whole thing back together. But you see what we have. We've got three main things that we sell. If you notice, same attributes, stock shapes, injected molding, precision machining, process development. We have four columns. I put this here for customers to have ease of use so that people could go buy what they needed. So this menu here was not put in for Google. It was put in for the customers, okay? This was put in for Google. And if you go through, we then, again, it's all, if you you watch them, they're all the same thing. Big article on stock shapes. What do we have? How do we do it? What is it? What do we consider a stock shape? Blah, 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 blah on and on. You see how long these pages are. They all rank very well, okay? But this, they're put together in a manner that's congruent for Google. Now, the one thing that is missing off this particular website is the interlinking between pages. I will come back and do that at a later date. There's a lot more changes that I have to make, so I'm going to do that last instead of as I go. Normally, I would do it as I go, but I'm not going to do that on this one because of some of the other business objectives we have. Okay. But every one of them, it's the same. Everybody has, I just showed you four different models and everybody has the same attributes, if you will, of, you know, they look different, they read different, but they're all the same base architecture. So it's kind of like the difference between um, uh, a Chevy, a Buick, an Oldsmobile, a Pontiac and a Cadillac and a GMC. All right. They're all General Motors cars under the hood. They're just configured or geared differently to meet the needs. Okay. And this is kind of it's the same chassis with something else sitting on the top of it. Yes, only WordPress. Every one of these is WordPress, every way, shape, and form, everyone. Because I can I can kick out. I mean, I can keep going. I mean, here's another one. This one, um uh, uh. Uh, I typed that in wrong, because I can't spell. Transform. Let's see if I spelled it right that time. Again, yet again, another example. Here they are done this way, okay? So each and every one of these all has the same attributes in one way, shape, or form. I didn't answer all those questions, Sabitha, but that we just cleared off. We're going to have to go back. I didn't get them all. Sure. Let's see. I just realized you wiped them all out. I did get this first guy with his hopes thing. I got, he's answered. It's the rest of them that are not. Okay. So this the Jonathan, yes, yes to anchor much. Uh, web, uh, Web hosting can be as little as $11. It can be as much as a dedicated server. It depends on what you need. How much do you charge to do a website? That's on a case by case basis. I can't really answer that. Uh, Regarding e commerce in WordPress, does it give you analytics and product sales? Yes, absolutely. I have, listen, I can make WordPress do anything Wix can do and it will rank in Google. So all the, my Wix site does this, uh, does it? You can make WordPress do anything you want. So you don't even have to ask, ask that question, okay? Because it's that simple. Okay uh to the person that said you missed the first 30 minutes yes it'll be on the website tomorrow um so that'll that'll be fine there um yeah i mean services like lawyers i mean i can put a lawyer up again they all have the same attributes i i I don't want to i don't want to kind of i they all have the same i want you all get they all have the same attribute service this guy does tax law and um law and real estate law and estate planning. They all have the same attributes, all right? So let's kind of come back to our commerce section here so we can kind of stay on e-commerce and not kind of go off on all these other people here a second, all right? All right, so you can't you can't answer that there, Edward. It says, what's the, med- the average fee to maintain a website? Because if you're CPAP.com that gets 500,000 people, whatever, that's one answer. If you're, you know, bald daddy, that's a different answer because those are two different types. You can't, there is no, every one of them has to be answered differently. So let's come back to now some structure um, here. Um, all right, so how we do it. Okay, so everybody's saying, well, do you have this? Do you have this? Whether I do or I don't, the structure on every one of them will be the same. Okay, a real apparel. Um, a, a, a it will be the same because this is the formula. It's very formulaic, okay? All right, so you're just gonna do every one of them the same way. So you're gonna have a directory structure on your homepage. You're gonna take the main keyword category and you're gonna link it to a 1000 word article, okay? And then you're gonna put your sub products underneath it. What I wanna talk about is products and product descriptions next. Um, If you notice when I click through, I have WordPress laying this out in a way that all the bullet lights are on the same, on the same area. So what I have now done is I took, I think there's 150 some odd bullet lights. And I clustered them together. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of... um, lot of opinions on this website that have gone on since we put it in WordPress, okay? And one of the, one of them should be is that if, let me see if this one comes down into this landscape lighting here, this R30. Okay, if you notice, these all look to be the same. These are all 50 watt ver, uh, vapor, um, but the finishes are different, okay? So some are 50 watts, some are 100 watt you could choose to make that be an attribute. And what I mean by that is a drop down, right? So I can put a wattage. I can have 50 watt or 100 watt. So this one is 100 only. The 50 watt should actually be an option on this thing, all right? Because right now I can't do that, all right? And then I have a paint color. The reason we opted to break this out as far as we did, which was it was a 50 watt without attributes or 50 watt without hundred was because in the product title, we wanted the 50 watt mercury vapor. Um, and then the hundred watt would go to the hundred watt. So we did that intentionally. Um, I understand it makes it harder for the end user to shop the website. And that's something that we have to have a discussion with. Okay. Um, we, we, um, We have to have a discussion about this because you have to make the decision of what way is more important. Is it more important for somebody that's looking for a hundred watt light to come and look at it this way? Or is it more important for somebody to come and find the light and then get to pick the wattage? The chances are you're not gonna be as well found without putting that wattage in the title tag. So you have to decide how far broken out these products you want them to be. Okay, um, this thing says we're not talking professional companies. We're talking AC, plumbing, pest control. Listen, if you want to know the work we've done, go look at the portfolio. I, I've got a pile of websites there. This is not, they all have the same attributes. There's plumbers there. There's AC people there. There is electricians there. They all have the same thing. I mean, we can keep, I'd like to get through this to give everybody the biggest thing and not so much about what website is what. Every website we do has the same attributes, okay? And the reason why is because the way we're setting it up, homepage, Structure, categories, hierarchy is what Google needs for your website to succeed. Those anchor text links come back and point to each other, um, and that's that's basically why it all works. Okay, so but let's come back to this. So as we did this, we opted to take something that could be. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We have uh, maybe it's all 60. So we could have an R30 landscape bullet light, okay, um, and put all these attributes under that one bullet light. And what we would have had was one product with a bunch of different choices or attributes, meaning these drop downs, okay. If you looked at the older version of this website before, Before it transitioned to this or before its previous iteration, this thing had seven to 10 different options that you could pick to put a light together and make a light. We really had to make a decision of what was more important. And we opted to go with setting it up in a way that would allow us to break out what these lights were specifically so that the shopper that was looking for a 100 watt vapor lamp would be able to find that, which nobody's looking for a vapor lamp anymore. I need to mention to the site owner that they need to go put this up in LED, by the way, just FYI. Okay. But at the end of the day, I have an R30 bullet bullet light with uh that I that somebody can put in Google and that light come up because of how I have this broken out. So you have to decide if you have a lot of products in your catalog. Um, I, you know, I had a lady that came through the classes years ago and she sold flanges. And when I tell you she probably had 50,000 flanges, she had a website that would have this many products on it if she broke it out the way Google would want it. Okay, what I need you guys to understand is by breaking it out this way, it works out way better than if you break it out as one product with 50 choices. I hope that makes sense to everybody okay because I think that's an important an important situation okay. So the next piece is once we come in if you notice that on the on the category page for the lights, I also have a little bit of uh, writing there this probably could be a little bit longer but for right now just for this so in your category we actually have a description that is a keyword rich description. Again, mind you, this was all set up for Google. So if you look, you know, I had off my home page, I had the landscape and outdoor lighting and bullet lighting. And if you notice it's right here in the in the string right here in the breadcrumb trail. That's what that's called, okay? Um, let me see. so you you have to put this paragraph in for the categories you need to then come into the products. And when you put up a product, I would like you guys to put a little bit more than what's here, okay? These are sort of thin product descriptions, but it was really kind of all we had to work with, okay? Um, You know, I I don't have an opinion of SiteGround. I built my own hosting company, so I didn't have to use those other companies. So, I, you know, I, I mean, if you like SiteGround, then, I don't know anything about them. I do know that if I read professional boards, there's a lot of complaints about them. Um, you can go to Reddit. There's an SEO uh, board over there that, that has a lot of chitter chatter about this kind of stuff. I mean, I built my own hosting company because none of them out there were adequate. So um, I'm gonna, I just have to kind of keep saying that's, that's my opinion of other hosting companies. I built my own so I didn't have to use them. So I hope that kind of does that I just what I want to do is kind of make sure we're kind of moving through all this material here, because I do have a long way to go here. Um, okay, so I would like to see better product descriptions here Okay, so this one is a little on the thin side um, and we're going to have to at some point get that addressed. now what i'll show you. Uh, if I spelled this right. I don't think I did. It's one R. Okay, so this one here, uh, let's see if it comes up because that's, I don't spell good sometimes. All right, so if you come here, we come down here, we come in here, and we come over to here if you notice what we did we have a short description that explains what this is and then the other thing we did is we went ahead and put the vita- the compounds and what it is and why it's here and the reason we did that was to be able to boost up the amount of text that was inside the um, product okay now through the years google has vacillated back and forth between what a product description should look like. So we had a point in time that people would write the product description like an entire page of content. Um, I had a Christmas tree guy that he wrote about, let's say light strings. And he wrote one 800 word article about light strings and then went through and just changed out the wattage on each thing. So basically at a website, a duplicated content with just the lamp size is different. Well, when he did that, he actually ended up hurting himself. You need to make sure that if you're going to go with a longer content description, which I think you should do, and I think that's what Google's looking for, um, it needs to be well thought out and well done sort of along the lines of what this one is. So as everybody kind of seeing this, um, so how this is. Um, I did have um, somebody contact me from SCORE and I don't know if they're here tonight, but they wanted to know how to write a product description, okay? And this this is the way to do it. It needs to be well thought out. It needs to have keywords in it. It needs to make sense. It needs to provide valuable information to the end user, okay? So if I just stop right here with these two lines, I'm not really providing valuable information. So let's kind of come over here. All right, let's come over here. Um, And I'm gonna use the biggest gorilla on the porch. All right. So we're gonna use um, Cooper's little playpen. So Cooper, I went and had to buy Cooper a playpen. So if you look, here's our small amount of information here. Here's our small amount of information here. And then you start to scroll. So you have other recommended things because Amazon can do that, all right? And then we talk about, here's a very well-developed explanation of what a Zampa playpen is for your dog, all right? How it folds up, how you can take it with it, how it has, there's a comparison chart, okay? There's product information, there's a video string, okay? And then there's frequently asked questions, and then there's reviews. I would not have any problem if anybody in this room followed that model, because that's basically what Google's looking for in this day and age, okay? So um, we started that here. We may come back in with frequently asked questions. If you come over to Transformation, I think that sucker has videos on it, if I remember correctly. I think it has videos on it. Yes, yeah, see, they all have they all have a video, a video rollout. So they have their product descriptions and a video. So you see, we have a very um, pretty beefy product descriptions here. Um, and then we have additional information. We've got notices, usages, downloads, so that there's if there's a download you can use, and then there's a review tab. So um, so this is where, um, this is the way to do this. this is, I'm disappointed that this session is more geared towards e-commerce than service firms. Well, it was an e-commerce class. I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. Um, this, that's kind of where we're at, but service firms are doing the same thing. I mean, if you, if you wanted, if you, you know, go again, go look at the portfolio, everything I'm telling you works the same on a service as it does this. Okay. When writing content, do you hire a writer? Is there someone in your team who does it? I actually have writers on staff. So I I have them. Uh, I try to get the customers to write them because they're usually more familiar with their own products. And then if we need to bolster them out, we do, but we'll write the topics pages. Um, We tend to write the internal pages. So, you know, but I have them on staff. I don't ever hire anybody outside um, because it becomes very dangerous in this day and age. Um, I'm gonna do my anti-AI plug. Google is the biggest AI unit out there, except that they hate AI writing. So as a result, you end up with a, with a problem um, that um, they, uh, they don't like AI. The thing is that the writers, you hire them from the outside. Many of them don't write um, their own unique stuff. They run it through an AI generator and it generates the words for them. I think I talked about copy AI at one point in this class. Um, You could use it to write product descriptions, but Google's not gonna be as favorable to them. So um, I'm a big believer of actually sitting down and writing them right if you can. So this says, so in in essence, if you want to sell art prints, I would be better to have the same picture of the art piece but both sizes and the standard products instead of one picture with a drop. You know, yes. And I ran an art gallery website for almost 10 years and that thing would get traffic. And we did a lot of that and, and broke them out as opposed to, now what we did do is we allowed the other size to be an attribute, but we also made a secondary or a tertiary product that had it a second and a third time. So, if that makes sense, I said, or would you say, in this case, it doesn't matter much? I'm trying to figure out how to set up products. And after what you said, I'm thinking about. Yeah, um, uh, I'm thinking about, um, exactly, you know that I did it both ways from that from that website. Um, I think you need to map it out on paper and then see what it looks like. Every site I do, I actually write out, I don't think I have one in front of me, I might, but I literally do a diagram on paper or a mind map of every website. I usually sketch it out on paper and then give it to my staff and say, "Okay, now go find the keywords and match this out based on what I'm putting. Yeah, I don't have one next to me right now, but every website I take on, I end up taking my little notebook, turning it sideways and mapping out. So whether it's an electrician and a service company, or it's a light bulb company, I map that out so I know where things go. And then I can start to make um, different uh, decisions. Now, see, you just said, and and I'll tell you something else we did. I have an apparel guy. So what I just did with him is I put the categories in so that I have the product, And that product appeared across multiple categories. So what I mean is um, he did, let's say he did Wayfair signs. So if he did Wayfair signs for Shell and he did Wayfair signs for, um, I don't know, some construction company or Wayfinder, not Wayfair, Wayfinder signs. I had him put in a category of Shell Wayfinder signs, construction company Wayfinder signs, Wayfinder signs because what happens when you use a database, you can put it in multiple categories and you can pull it out. So, what I would have is I would have a matte finish, I would have a Jaclay section, I would have a semi gloss, I would have an acrylics, I would have an oils because some people know they want an oil uh, painting and then pick what they want the painting to look like. Some people know they need a 50 inch painting or a 60 inch painting. So some are shopping by size, some are shopping by finish, and some are shopping by design. So when I put that one product on my website, I may decide to put it in, let's say it's a beach, okay? I put it in the beach category, I put it in the jaclay category, I put it in the oversized painting category. I put it in multiple categories because I can then with a URL, the guy that said to me early on, you're doing this basically through through navigation and links. Absolutely, because that's what I did is I'm pulling them back out by category. So if you go back to the homepage, okay? I said, I want landscape lighting. What I did is I pulled out the bullet lighting category. And that's what this is. So it would show all jaclays. Now, if this light was in an outside landscape lighting category and a bullet lighting, you might see it in multiple places through the website. There's no crime in doing it and laying it out that way, that this can go into several different, several different places. So I would think about how I would want that to be done. And this is where, you know, I, I think I want you to um you know to think and this is where i say everybody has to set things out so when i just did this for ike i just he gave me what he envisioned it and i went in and let me see I, I actually went in and broke it up in two ways for him and made a standard set of signs and then a dedicated set of signs so that that product could appear in two categories um because in your the case with the painting, that painting is still a painting of a dog, whether it's an oil painting, an acrylic painting, a jaclay painting, or an oversized painting, it's still a painting of a dog, so you put it in, and then mark all the categories, and then you build your structure to pull it back out, so I hope everybody's kind of following what I'm saying to do when you put a product up, is because how you set those categories up, and how many different ways you enter a product, is how I can then them in and pull those categories back out and have those content clusters like we were showing on the home page of that website okay so to me that's an important that's an important path to take and to do because you have to you have to be able to include your keywords those keywords have to be included for a few reasons one is you need them included for google okay because google as much as you know some people say well Keywords don't matter anymore, okay? I, I, I might say there's some validity in that statement if I want it out, depends on how you want to structure the argument, okay? And there's sometimes that a keyword doesn't even have to be under on a page and Google understands what that page is about. I fully understand that, okay? But if I want to rank on bullet lighting and I'm dumb and don't put the word bullet lighting on the bullet lighting page, that's on me. Okay, so you need to sit down, and you need to organize your products, and you, be able, you need to be able to structure and put the right amount of keywords on each and every product that you put up, that those keywords are vital to the success. The other thing those keywords are vital to is the product search. Now, let me talk about this methodology for a minute and why I use it this way. One of the things that I the reasons we do this is because when you nest a hierarchy like this okay google will rank the page that you want ranked and what i mean when i say that is if i put up a putting green light page okay and i've set my page up right and i put um I put in putting green light. Okay, I get this. Let me see. You see the third one down. I don't land on LED spots homepage. I land on the putting green light page. Okay, and the important piece of that is if I had to have somebody navigate from the homepage to the putting green light page, that would never work. But because of how this website is set up, we set it up that we let Google know that this is our putting green light page. And if you wanted to rank us on putting green lights, this is the page you should rank us on. And it's all because of how I set that up. Now, I will say that applies just as much to a end user um, as it does a, a lawyer or a, a, an air conditioner guy, just as much as it applies to Um, a website that does e-commerce the whole goal. And this is something it's very hard for me to get customers to understand is my whole job is to land your prospective client on the thing that they're looking for the day of coming to the front door and then thumbing through your homepage to figure out where they're supposed to go are is really should be in the rear view mirror. If I want web design, you Google web design, you land on my web design page. If I want putting green lights, you see what I did. I Google putting green lights and we're number three on putting green lights behind Amazon. And actually I think if I put the S on lights, we're number two, it kind of moves. All right, Amazon. Yeah, see, we're we're still number three. They oh no, we're number two because this is a feature snippet on budding green lights. Okay. So the moral of the story is we took something and the way we assembled it got somebody to where I wanted them to go to. So for you guys, all right, the the person with the art, the person with the you know, anything, you're setting it up this way. If I need a um let's say a 50 by 70 sofa painting jaclay i know that i can put that in google and because of how i structured my page and structured my site this gets them there because i use the keywords i put the structure together and i know i'm kind of re-going over it but i need you guys to wrap your head around what i'm saying here because if you don't set it up this way all right, it becomes very hard for Google to do this. And back to the first part of our, web, our presentation, Shopify doesn't do that well. Uh, Wix doesn't do that well. Weebly doesn't do that well. And Google can't rank those websites with a lot of certainty that the, you're, they're gonna give their customer the best um, experience that they're looking for, okay? So I, I hope that kind of that kind of makes some sense. Um, where, where I'm trying to go with all of that part of it. Okay. So you need to find the best keywords. Now, if you look in my browser, you will see that I have some tools here to help me find a keyword. Okay. And when I put in putting green lights, it's 210 searches a month. The cost per click on it is a buck. So it tells me it's not super competitive. And then it gives me all the related terms to putting greens, okay? So I have outdoor putting greens, putting greens on grass. So if I were to gonna put together a page, which I am going to put together a page, I would make sure the word outdoor putting green was in that page because I'm sitting here looking at my regulated keywords and that's a pretty beefy related keyword that is related to the search term I took in. So I'm building multiple keywords on a page that no matter how that end user puts in the term, I still have the chance to come up in the first slot. So I understand there's a lot of heady stuff that I'm saying here, and there's a lot of moving parts. Okay. But this keyword, every word tool and someday we'll just have a keyword class all by itself. Okay. But for this purpose and exercise, I put in what we sell, I now have a list of golf hole lights, which makes sense. Nobody calls them golf hole lights because there's only 50, but that's the difference between a putting green light and a golf hole light. It's the same thing. All right. And then you can look and it gives you longer tail searches. It gives you other key terms. Every word I can go, uh, I can think of my little tool gives me a, a, a a bunch of suggestions of what words should be in that page and that's kind of an important that's an important thing to know Um, and when I sit down to write a bigger so today I told my staff hey we need a putting green light and golf course light page so I purposely use the word golf course lights and putting green lights in the same category in the same vein because I think they're this basically somewhat the same thing and they're tied enough together that I can make something out of that. Um, that talks about how to light a golf course, how to light a putting green, um, so on and so forth. And that this is important stuff. So um, that tool that I'm using is called Keywords Everywhere. Okay, um, so that's, that's what it's called. Let me see if I can't put that here in the chat for everyone. All right, it's a penny a search, so I, you know, I'll go put in ten dollars, and I'm good for quite a significant period of time at a penny a search. The other plugin I have here is called SEO Minion, and it gives me a lot of information about the page as well. That's why I'm using Chrome because I have a lot of plugins that I use that help guide me decide to make decisions of um, what I want what I want to do with things. Okay, so, but at the end of the day, um, uh, this tool starts to pull together um, what I, what words I would need. I also could tell it to export the page so I could look it over, I could add it to um, my keyword tracker that, that this comes with as well. So there's a lot of different ways to do this, but it tells you what that product description should focus on based on what the words are that are surrounding it. Now, I want to show you something else on this. So, you know, we're number two here, but this guy talks about three ways to light your putting green this summer. Okay. So basically what he did, let me show you one thing he did is he made this relevant in time because it says this summer. Okay. So he made that very, very um, uh, useful, uh, more useful than just a putting green uh, product, okay. His whole thing here is three ways to go about lighting this. Um, it gives a lot of information on it. Um, it had it. It gives you Google's outlining what they pulled out of it and what they said was important important about it. Okay um it gives it it does a talk on path lighting it also does uh inside the putting i mean so it gives a pretty reasonable amount of information on that putting green light um and ways to do it okay now can he do this a little bit better yes but at the at this point he's featured content so he can't do it all that much better because there's no place else to go but for right now he's you see he even has his posted topics kind of strung together that way as well so His putting green light, how to do it, that little blog, uh, the estimated traffic on that is 9,000 click-throughs a month on just on, well, it's 3,000 users a month on just that, okay? Um, So this gives me a lot of information about what this guy's doing. So the moral of this story, the other thing that he did, which is kind of bad, is he pointed a lot of links at this page so he is getting into a spam score situation with a 3% scam, spam score. So you don't want to go too far crazy with all of this. But at the end of the day, you can see the difference between a, a product page um, and a, um, just a regular paleontal informational page. The best thing you can do is blend those two things together. Um, let's see. Are we gonna get a copy of the recording? You're not personally gonna get a copy, but I'm hoping that Miss Lalitha gives me this. And usually on the weeks that I teach, I put the copy up over the weekend. So usually by Monday, um, and I'll show you where I'm putting it again so everybody knows where it is. I actually made you guys your own area because nobody was having trouble finding where the classes are. So I took the on-demand classes. And if you see what I did, I've made sections out of them. So each of the classes that I did starting in April, um, that I've actually put up, I went ahead and added them in this way. So we'll add one for July and we'll put this class. We'll probably, I've got three other classes that need to go up. I I'm forever running behind on these. Cause I, I, you know, um, it takes me a minute to get these all written and put up. So, um, I actually have the June 8th class ready to go too. Um, so moral of the story is it's, it's here. So if you'll just get indulge me that, but usually we have them up by Friday or Monday of the following week, just depends on when I get the video and when they get it to me. Okay. So, all right. What you t- I use that? Blah, blah. All right. What happens to my website domain when I switch a hosting service? Well, if you're, you switch it to somebody that knows what they're doing, they'll know how to go get that domain and bring it with them. Um, And that's, and I say it that way because I've seen people try to move a domain and their end user didn't know what their person they were going to didn't know or their attitude was, it's not my job and the domain got left behind or they lost the files along the way or something along those lines. So, um, but in theory, if you go to someplace that knows what they're doing, it's very easy to move the domain and keep it with uh, the hosting service. The bigger problem is not to lose your files and email. Okay, do I have everybody answered? I think I do. Answered. Answered, done, done, done. Okay, so we have a new question. It says, for a real estate site that attracts sellers like job transfers, foreclosures, probates, with different marketing uh, champions for each niche, what is the best way to set the site up without having three different sites? Uh, Exactly this, right here probate, relocation, job transfers or foreclosures, right here, same exact way. I just put up a website with three different things. So you put up, uh, let me see if this one is still, this one right here if you're buying or you're selling because that was their two pivot points. So that's what we did, two ways in. One for the buyer, one for the seller. The buyer's area, oh, they, they did have a MLS data services running, but that's not running anymore. Um, but for the seller, if you see, they have everything about selling and, and why they wanna sell that house. So you have for the buyer, for the seller in your case, you have job transfers and relocations, you have foreclosures, And you have, um, you have uh, probate people. Okay. Or, and actually, I don't, I don't, it might be probate in a state sale or something like that. I, I I don't know that you have your terminology, right? Because you have jobs and transfers. I call that relocations. My head says that's a relocation. Okay. So just, you got to get the right keywords on that, but yeah, three points, three doorways, home page, three ways. Okay. So, Um, That's the way that would be if again, if you notice all these things keep coming back to the same, the homepage has basically some manner of a directory of it somehow so that people understand what are the services we are offering, how much you know what are we doing and how do we get there. Okay, more questions. Says for domain I have Squarespace and I want to change, but money is tight. Can I set up a new sub website with my current site still up and then transfer the domain at the last minute? Absolutely. It's easy to be done. It can be done under a subdomain. Like when we do it, we give somebody a subdomain of our website. And then when you're ready to move in, we're able to just change it over and let you use your domain. So that's easy peasy. Um, again, not everybody may do that right. I have to say, what's easy for me. Um, may not be, you know, somebody said to me yesterday, and this is something that's kind of ruminating in the back of my mind, and I'm going to share that with this with you, because I think it's an extremely important message. What they said to me is that they often are asked what sets them apart. They're a realtor, what sets them apart. And what she said to me is that our experiences, it is what makes us different and i i agree with that you know i've seen so much go on now in the last 22 23 years that i've been doing this that yeah i know right now that if i if you what you wanted to do that's easy i could move your domain in my sleep and make your website run when you're ready and it's easy i will ask you if you have email and boom and push you forward not everybody is going to think to ask those questions and what you end up with is you're missing data, you're missing your emails, you're missing your web files because you don't really know that you're supposed to ask those questions and the people that you went to are not customer savvy or experience savvy enough to know that they're supposed to ask that. Um, and you know, it's not the job of the losing host to tell the winning host how to do this, but yeah, that's, that's an easy thing to do if you go to the right place. Okay, so I'm gonna mark that one as answered. Um, if you are a motivational or author speaker, but also have a coaching business that separate that separate of you, should you have, all right. Um, you, you, yeah, you should, this is, I don't want to, this whole should I have one site, two sites. I can't spitball that out. Um, because to me, a business coach that has a book and is a motivational speaker, those things go together and you should have one site. The only reason I wouldn't have one site is if you were a franchise for your business coaching and they said you can't do that. So there's like a whole bunch of extra questions. The right answer is you always should have one site. If you notice, I have one site. The LED spot site has one site because you should have one site. That's what you should have. All right, it says, can you tell us how to do pictures to keep them? All right, I want to kind of stay on topic, guys. I don't want to kind of keep getting off on, on all these kind of little... Um rabbit trails, because we're not going to kind of stay on point long enough to be able to do that. If I have time, I'll come back and answer those kind of questions. Okay, so we talked about keywords. Next thing we talked about, we talked about writing thoughtful product descriptions that are way developed and that are um, that are mimicking uh, Amazon. And if you want to put a frequently asked question on that product, I would I would consider consider doing that as well, okay? Um, Because there that's important that's important to the process. All right. Um, The one thing that you don't want to do, and I'll tell you, I did this and it worked. But I think if I did this in 2022, it it wouldn't work. Okay. You don't want to copy the manufacturer description because that's just duplicated content. So um, I have a project I'm working on right now that's for foundation pumps and I have the national uh, catalog for the provider. If I copied all his product descriptions out of the product catalog for the foundation pump, I would have duplicate content and my content wouldn't rank. So you wanna make sure that you don't do that. The other thing you don't wanna do is make, um, this is a R30 LED bulb. This is an R30 LED bulb. You don't want to do that 60 times. You really want to have 60 separate product descriptions based on what that is. Now, I understand that that can become hard and tedious after a while, especially if you have like um, 80 wire nuts that you're selling and they're all going to be separated. I get all of that. All right. But truly you should try to make them be um, as unique as possible. The other thing I'm going to tell you, and this is something else that um, I don't think Wix allows you to control and to this degree. And I, I, I know Shopify does, but it doesn't necessarily always output it right. Your URL string is important because it, sh- it, it actually breaks out the hierarchy. So what I'm saying is there's a permalink in the back of that website. And that website should say, this is a sports light. This is a light for um, a, a golf course. When I put the golf course page in and the golf course page lighting page, I'm actually going to put it above this putting green light. And I'm going to take the putting green light and move it down one. So it's going to read sports lighting, golf course, and putting, and then it's going to have the putting green lights, okay? Because that URL structure helps Google understand what the hierarchy of the website is. So you need to make sure that as you build out your categories, that everything lands in the right URL structure um, and that it's set up um, well. The other thing is, and I want to point this out, okay? Okay is that if you notice the keywords here are anchor text, okay, when I roll over them, I can click on them and go somewhere else on my website. That's a very important thing that you need to do because those keywords, these are keywords, this, this um, strategic use of keywords helps Google understand what you think that next page should be about. So what you wouldn't say is bullet putting green light and then have it go to a picture of a sneaker and talk about um, a a track shoe, okay? So understand that there is a definite definite, um, difference, excuse me, if you will, between um, how you write these and the use of keywords strategically within these anchor texts. These are auto-generated from the software. Okay, so understand that you're not writing them in at will, the software is writing them in and it's basing it on the categories and the subcategories that you put in, all right? And that's a very important thing for you to understand because at the end of the day, it is putting in the keywords that people are gonna use for Google. And again, if you look and see what I did, um, we've got putting green lights is hot, athletic lights is hot, and the floor putting green lights are hot. And then I even have this, if I do it again, you notice it's breaking this out. So I've got athletic, putting green, flood, flood, putting green. And then I have the actual, pit, the actual floodlight for the putting green. Okay. That structure is wildly important to be able to keep your uh, Google on track of what you're selling and what you're doing. Um, and you have to, match that outright because if you don't Google is not going to either it's not going to spider it at all or it's not going to find the page so you want to make sure the other thing is that it makes it easy for Google to understand how to get in and out of the page Google doesn't get trapped so you notice this is the last page it comes to but it's not trapped on this page because there's multiple ways for it to get meaning Google um because I can come back through the breadcrumb trail, I've got the navigation door on the side, I've got the navigation across the top. I have multiple ways for Google to get off of this, including additional products that I related into related to each other. So this is all those things that as you're building your e-commerce site, you kind of have to put all these thoughts together so that it ends up coming out right at the end and you have the structure set up in a way that Google likes it, Google understands it, and Google puts it together properly. And like I said to you, bulk daddy is less developed. So it's an interesting interesting case. So when I come to ballast, you'll see we have ballast, and then it goes to each of the individual ballast types. So you see it's moving along. And if you notice, ballast is in this one, ballast is in that one, ballast is in the last one. So as a result, that continues to go up. And, and this website, we actually put the categories here that you can pick off of on the side so you can easily navigate the website. So the product categories are actually there in a little bit different way than I have them on that LED spot. Um, LED spot, I couldn't do this on because the site is too big. Eventually, when the, when the uh, Bulb Daddy site gets big enough, this will end up having to be changed. But for right now, it works the way it is. Okay, so we fixed our, um, we fixed everything the way we need to do. Now, I'm gonna tell you a little secret about something. Okay, Um, all these images should have an alt image tag on them. And the reason why is, let me see if this works. So I'm gonna, I don't often talk about this. But if you name your picture properly and you name the alt image properly, when you do an image search, you have a chance to come up in these images. And I I think, yeah, here we are. So you look and see on this one, we did putting green LED cut uh, light kit. And we have this picture of our putting green lights and it goes to LED spot and I click on it And, and here it is on the, on the, on the page. And it's because my page has a picture that has a tag on it that says cutting green lights, people, when they're looking for products. Now my art lady, this was wildly important because when I built that art gallery site, we were starting to find our jaclays showing up in the image search, so people would look for a tiger painting. And anybody that knows anything about art knows that a jaclay is actually a printed, uh, a, a printed on canvas item. Okay, but people would find our lion jaclay or horse jaclay on the you know paintings of horses because of how we had those things structured. It worked for paintings, okay? So understand that some things, um, the person that I have that does uh, four floor plans, um, the um, floor plans are all, you know, two-story townhouse, one-story town, well, I guess, three-story townhouse. They, they have them and they show up in the image search. So what happens is the people, when they're looking for a, 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 a floor plan, They go to the image search, they don't use regular Google search and the the images is what is guiding it. So you guys got to kind of think in your head what way it'll do it. But what you need to do is make sure on your products that all the alternate tags and pictures and file names, if your camera spits it out as image one, two, three, please let's change it uh, to be what it's a picture of and then when you add it to Google or when you add it to your website, make sure that you add it with the alt text in the in the URL in the name of the file so that Google has a way to find this because this this is a very powerful way to get people to your your website, which some people are, you know, thinking on the organic side but on the, you know, the text-based side, but I can use an image just as much because I may be looking for what is, what is a putting green light actually gonna look like? And I'm gonna pick the nicest picture. You pick the nicest picture, and now we're over here on this putting green light. And and actually, I don't know why it's $1,241, but we probably need to look at that um, because it seems a lot more expensive than the rest of everybody for some reason, but, um, you know, that's a, that's, I got to write a note. <sighs> so, um, but I, I want you to know that that's, that's another thing that you need to consider when you're doing this and what you're, what you're doing, okay? So, um, make sure that we're, we're being thoughtful and, and all that we do on that. Um, the other thing is that you can do, and I, you know, this depends on how much money, it's a yeah, I know it's a set of five. I just don't, I, I think the, I, I gotta look at that because five times $200 is a thousand and that was 1,214. So I gotta kind of go back and look at that. If I look up here, I don't know which one of them are and which one of them, It doesn't even look like anybody else is offering what we are up here in the in the strip. So the other thing is, if you look here, you know, it's got it's got multiple different ways to do it as well. And here we are in the number three slot. So, you know, I I mean, I just want you all to recognize that just because you may use an organic search, somebody else may use an image search. So that's the biggest that that's the biggest piece that I want you to walk away with. Make sure that you have no broken links on your website. That is extremely important because there's also a credibility factor here with your end users. Um, That's extremely important. Um, Okay, Um, so make sure that you, you, you recognize that and broken links are a way to tell somebody that you're not really thorough in what you do. So make sure you don't have them if you don't if you if you can avoid that. Um, the other thing is, I get this question from customers a lot. I don't offer this product anymore. The product we can't get it because of supply chain issues. Blah 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 blah. Um, you need to put a three hundred one redirect on that product if you really must shut it down. I'm of the opinion of leave the product up and put a note on the product that says. This product no longer in stock, but this is its sister product. That if you can offer something in its place, and you have a ranking page, put a put a link to where you want them to go um, on that page. The biggest thing is you've already got them to your website. That's the that's the best starting spot. Okay, so just understand that that's a that's a good start spot. Okay, uh, avoiding uh, avoiding broken links. Okay. Um, make sure that you don't put too much crap on a page to distract the user and what I mean when I say that is the more choices you offer somebody on something I wouldn't put eight in a row I would put three in a row because the more choices you offer on something the more confused the brain gets on overload and therefore the less that it does so you want to make sure that they stay really focused and they don't get They don't get too many things letting them chase a, a, whatchamacallit, a bouncing ball down the road. I will say, Amazon has done this in the opposite direction, okay? So if you look at this, right? So this is this puppy thing that I bought for my puppy. And we've got all it is, it's a nice little playpen, it's got its safety zone, it's pet friendly, it's waterproof, it does all this awesome thing. you know, and I come down and now I'm looking and I'm seeing, and now I've got dog toys or things that we all. And then I think, oh God, I got to buy a bowl. And then I get on the bowl page and now I'm off on a tangent, wondering what size bowl I need. And I come down here and it didn't say I was gonna buy a, a, a play pen. Now it's offering me blankets and toys. So be careful. And then look at all this here, related products. So I think sometimes, and you know, Amazon is the holy grail of all of this, all right? So when in doubt, do what Amazon does. But to me, this related product string gets so distracting when I'm trying to figure out what I wanna buy. Like I just bought a high-end um, camera for work. I, I, I swear to God, I kept going off and chasing every rabbit trail and I never, it, it took me. I then finally had to come back and say, okay, I need to focus. Here's camera A, here's camera B, here's camera C. Um, But there's so many blinky squirrel moments on this page because I can go get um, a dog bowl. I can get their name. I can get, and mind you, I started to look for a pen. So now I got to figure out where is the play pen that I was looking for because I'm off here and they're not here anymore. So be careful not to fall in this trap that you're offering so much information that you dissuade your person to go um, in the wrong direction. Yeah, and I know that's how they get you to buy something else. But I, when I am looking to buy something serious, uh, I just bought a Bissell CrossWave. And I ended up buying it from Kohl's because Amazon got so freaking Many alterations of this, that, and I finally gave up and went out to Google and said, I'm just, and I ended up buying it from Kohl's. It had a better price. It was easier to find. The only difference is I didn't get it the next day. So that was the the only problem I had with it. So, okay. So make it easy for your end users. Don't make them have, you know, crazy interactions to try to, to try to figure this out, Um, you know, the other thing is, if you're Amazon, maybe you can get away with this, I don't know that I could get away with having this much crap on the bottom of a page on LED Spot, I don't think I could, but, you know, what do I know, Um, you know, so, I I see it one, I kind of see it both ways, Anyway, um, I, I just make it easy for your end user and think about what makes it easy for your end user so that you um, you end up going in the right direction. Last but not least, you know, this is the year I led off this year talking about um, speed um, and speed is extremely important. And I would make sure that if you were running your own, I, this is another place where Shopify Wix, Weebly, Squarespace, WP Engine, I'm even going to say SiteGround, all Bluehost, GoDaddy, they all fall down on being able to provide the right infrastructure for you to have a right website, to have a fast website. I believe that if you pay them a lot more money, they'll actually make it work. But as a small business owner, I think... You shouldn't even have to make a consideration for that. Um, you should be able to. You should be able to find what you what you need, and it should just work. And you shouldn't have to go pay through the nose for them to do things in a way that benefits your business. That's just my opinion. Um, we've always run my hosting company for what's in the best interest of the end user and not necessarily, you know, how are we going to make another dollar off somebody? So I I have a a difference of opinion with them on that. Um, but your website needs to be fast. And if it's not, you're going to end up having a much bigger problem, um, getting to where you want to be. Um, I, you know, I, I have a question here that said, how could this be for a medical billing company? I'd have to sit down and talk to you because I, I don't know enough about medical billing and what those products would be. But everything and every person I've talked to and talked about tonight have the same structure. What are your services? What are you offering people? How do you structure it out? And if you want them to be able to buy that product off a shopping cart, great. If you want them just to know that you have it, the structure and everything I've talked about needs to be done the way I laid this out tonight, okay? Um, The last but not least, I wanna discuss product reviews. When you run uh, a website, That has products on it you need to start putting product reviews out there um there is through wordpress there's a program called automate woo that you can go out and every order you sell in two weeks go send a notice asking for that person to log in and uh put a review on the on the website reviews are becoming more and more and more important and Google just went out of their way today to even make it more so. So you need to make sure that you have um, a review, it's called Automate Woo. Um, You need to make sure that you have a plan for getting reviews. the more reviews you have, the more likely you are to close a deal. If you don't have reviews, come here, buddy. Hold on a minute. Somebody wanted to come say hi to everybody. He misses me. I've been talking for two hours. Um, anyway, um, the, plan is, the plan should be to have reviews on a regular basis. You, you have to have them. Your, um, your traffic goes up. 90% of consumers will buy or will read a review before they buy from you. When they don't have a review, it's very hard to reinforce that you do things right. Um, you know, even this dog bowl, it says 12,000 reviews for this dog bowl. Um, you know, and I can tell that, you know, there's 90, 90 73% of the people were pretty happy with, um, with uh, the reviews. Yeah, I'm sorry. He was... A ticking at me to come up. He he's kind of been on the floor by himself now for the last two hours. So he doesn't, you see what he's doing. He wanted me. So um anyway, so I apologize, but yeah, every once in a while you got to just kind of go with it. Anyway, um you need to make sure that you work towards getting these reviews. Now the logical question could be to my mind um can I go hire somebody at five to do those reviews for me. I would be very reluctant to do that. Okay. I had a customer that decided he was going to write his own reviews and then wrote them all as himself. Let's not do that either. I had to go make them take them all down because he, um, he kind of kept writing about himself in it. So that was bad. Okay. Um, I don't want to tell you to go pay for somebody to write a review for a product. But on the other side, I will tell you that product reviews are wildly important and they need to be, they need to be there. It helps from a, a freshness standpoint. It helps from an end user standpoint. It helps from a Google standpoint. It helps from a long tail search standpoint. There's so many benefits and they went in today and they tweaked that out again and put more prevalence on product reviews. Um, and I'm going to have to think long and hard about what I want to do with the Bulb Daddy site and what I want to do with the, with the LED Spot website because I need to understand um, whether I want to go down that road on some of the more product popular products and what I can do to actually solicit an actual Customer product review as opposed to um, alternative ways to do it. I I think that um, you need to stay focused on reviews. I need I think it needs to be a way of life. Um, the other interesting problem I have is like I've been having customers write reviews and Google hasn't been showing them because they don't necessarily believe that they're valid or they have my name in them. So I'm gonna actually have to go back and ask them to remove my name um so and it says what if you don't sell products on e-commerce are there non we are a non-profit day care how would reviews help them well that should be out on your google my business you should have your parents out there doing reviews on your google my business profile so that's that's where the other side of this comes from when i'm talking about on-site product reviews i'm talking about something different when you have a service that needs to be in the product reviews on google Okay, Um, let's see. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows that they tweak this again today, and that this is a bit like literally today, like three hours before I got here, they made a they made an announcement on it. Um, The other thing you can do is offer incentives to encourage uh, you know customers. If you write a review, we'll give you five percent off your next purchase. Um, You know the. The the announce, they they made an announcement that reviews they've changed the review algorithm again and they're putting more emphasis on them. So if you uh, aren't doing reviews, you you better start figuring out how you're going to. If you have an e-commerce site, um, it's it's that important. Um, and I, I'm not going to condone hiring somebody to go do that, especially in a public setting like that. I, I just am not. I I. I I think you have to organically get them. Um, You know, I just just do. So, um, and I don't think you ever wanna get caught not doing them right either. So um, I think there's a double-edged sword there on that. So just so you know what my thought and my opinion is on that. Um, But understand that that, that's now taken front and center. Um, I am gonna ask this, it says, how do you do pictures to keep pages from being too heavy? The the answer is that you should have that in WordPress. If you have a smush it program in WordPress, it should fix that problem for you. The other thing is your web server, your web hosting company should also be resizing images on the upload. So uh, you know, that's a uh, if you if you're using a good web hosting company, the, the tools should be on the server side. WordPress itself will do it. And then there's, you know, there's, you know, Imagify, which is nine bucks and it's all the images you can use a month. So Um, there's multiple different ways to go about doing that all right we have nine minutes so does anybody have any questions um, here um, on on anything everything on this topic not on this topic um, now is your time to ask a question that may or may not have been covered or on topic how about that question that might not be on topic as well you also can tell me how cute how Cooper is because he, he really is a cute little bugger so anyway um it says they only want to say thank you thank yep okay no you're welcome I'm glad I can do that I try to make everything we do meaningful for everybody um, if you need to get in touch with me um you just can go to vertical web and you can either reach out through chat don't do it tonight because i really kind of need to go to bed um so let's not let's not do that but um uh that would be one somebody asked what breed cooper is and he is a long-haired dachshund he's a chocolate and i don't know tan i guess is what they call him is chocolate and tan long-haired dachshund and he is um 14 and a half weeks old and he's a whopping five pounds so um and i've had him since the middle of june for those some of you that have known me i my other one passed away back in may and it was um he was the love of my life and you know so i but my other dog is was grieving so badly for him that i was like okay we've got to go do something so cooper was it and he has turned my whole house on its ear but it's been awesome All right, let's see. We started with WordPress through them, was recommended to Bluehost for hosting. Um, I'm not going to say I can condone Bluehost um, just because they're just, I have a hard time with this. Who's my web host problem? Because at the end of the day, web hosting has to be set up for what you want it to be. And if you're interested in SEO, I I guarantee you none of these places out of the box are set up the way they need to be. Period, end of story um all right let's see uh what am i missing let's see nina was a great way to go i have my website with them and they are amazing all right okay well that's good All right. And it says for new website setup, you recommend WordPress to create and who to host it. Well, I'm going to I'm going to say there's a lot of people out there can host it. We can host it. It's up to you where you want to go with that. I just have to I just have to keep saying that I started my own hosting company because nobody else was doing the job right. So that should tell you in a roundabout sort of way what my opinion is on the entire subject, because nobody starts their own hosting company if there was an out of the box solution out of there. I mean, it's just not a thing. The other thing is I'll tell you is that um, more and more of these hosting companies are being bought up by a conglomerate. So they're all the same, they're all the same company. So the people that own um, Bluehost are also the same people that own web.com. They're also the same person that owns Network Solutions. Little by little, they're buying up every hosting company and then they're just doing it their way. So. There is, I, I just, you know, I'm trying to figure out a better way to say all of that. But at the end of the day, I did it. I went my own way so that I, I you know, and made my own company. I mean, we, we are a, a fairly mid-sized hosting company at this point in my life. Um, and I did that because there is not a lot of valuable um, alternatives out there. Uh, You don't need a static IP anymore, but it can be done because of how we have our our uh, infrastructure set up. So if you have a real specific reason to do that, uh, we can talk about that. Um, So, yes, we can do it, but it's not it's not necessary anymore. Um, So there is that aspect of it. All right, let's see. Is there a transcript or recording? Recording should be up by Monday as long as Lolita or uh, John get me a recording of this sometime quickly. I can get um, a write-up done and get this put up this weekend. So um, at the latest, it'll be on Vertical Web's class page, on-demand class page. At the at the latest by Monday, as long as somebody gives me the video. Um, so there is that. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Um, let's see what other questions we have. We got four minutes, so you guys have whatever question you want to ask. Now would be the question, except if you keep asking me where to host your website, other than me, I don't know how else to answer that so let's see Uh, anybody else have anything else because we literally have four minutes so everybody's quiet sandra's not here to talk to everybody so i mean i guess i could tell you about mattress mac he's he's gonna let you all go and work in his sales thing again so he has a new sales seminar um Let's see. Does your web Yes, I. You know what? This this question is a good one. It says, "Do you does, do your hosting sites update WordPress add-ons?" Yes, we do. Um, and we also um, give you about five or six hundred dollars worth of free plugins that we just give you, just as part of the thing to have the tools. <laughs> All right, so regarding e-commerce for WordPress, does it give analytics for products? Yeah, I answered that already. Okay, that's an old one. Hold on, let's see if we have a new one. Uh, We answered that one, we answered that one. Okay. All right, and Cooper, everybody's telling you good night. I just wanna let you know that everybody is saying good night, Cooper. They're not saying good night, Beth. They're saying good night, Cooper. So. That tells you where I rank on the list, which that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Oh, thank you. Somebody said goodnight to me, Coop. Now, yeah. there you go. Now they're saying goodnight to me. So yeah. thanks everybody. Thank you, Beth. That was wonderful as usual. We will oh, be you're very welcome. Thank you. And I'm sure everybody learned a lot like they said. Everybody uh, can you it. gave good pointers that's the most important part so well that's what i that's what i that's what i hope to do I, as mm-hmm. long as somebody can walk away with some knowledge to know not to give the wrong person money we're yeah. way ahead of, the, ahead of the game and that's yeah. kind of what this has always been about is how not to get you know yeah. taken and, and know the right way to make the right decisions for your yeah. business because this is a tough subject yeah. if you don't know what you're talking about But like you said, you know, it's a wide, wide open area with so much confusion. You know, people can get lost and they can spend a whole bunch of money without the right direction. You know, so appreciate your help, Beth. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye bye. That's a wrap for this week's Internet Marketing Clinic. We'll see you next week. Thank you.